See, can you can you hear that? My dogs are like a roughhousing right now. I can hear that. It's like, are they possessed by the demons? No, it's them roughhousing. Kids, not right now. We're starting to do this. We're starting to do this. Oh, it's like Mr. Smithers' hounds. <laughs> Hold on, I'll be right back. BRB. Oh. Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read, or did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Anna. And once again, we got listener Greg on this episode. Yay! Hey, everybody. I'm back for more. So this is the episode where we normally just bring our own topics to the show. Normally, I let Jamming and Anna take over and Ruthie, which hasn't happened yet, but but you know kind of thing. So Anna, uh, but but we have a guest in the show. Greg, do you have a topic that you want to talk about? Ooh, I, I thought about this. I have I have a couple of things that I'm kind of like passionate about. Um, I'm still upset that uh, Across the Spider Verse wasn't released in 3D. Um, oh, right, there's I, that. <laughs> I, I, like you know, come on, guys, it needs a 3D version. 3D is amazing. Um, and then I was also thinking about just um, I really think uh, people need to put their phones away when they're in movie theaters. It's it needs to be done. It, it should be a federal crime if they have their phone out. It should stop. It should you shouldn't do crime. it. I mean, um, I mean, it is, the, it is rude, but come on, a federal crime. <laughs> oh, I, I think, I think that we got it cracked down. We need to be serious about it. It used to be in this country where if you know, if you were annoying, people would smack you, and there wasn't any two thoughts about it, and you stopped doing it because you want to get smacked. Now people are like. They sit up on the phone. They got their camera out. They're talking. I'm all like, I'm here to see a movie. I do not like. I don't like it. But what I actually want to talk about, and this is a little different, um, but I, I got my little platform, so I'm going to go with it. I want to challenge Elon Musk to figure out a new technology to fix potholes quickly and fast. Potholes need to be taken care of. As you know, we've all dealt with the rain lately. And it just seems like something like that, we can do everything else with science, but we can't fix goddamn potholes quickly and efficiently? Come on. Isn't I mean, that where our tax money goes to? Our tax money doesn't go to anything like that. Because if you think about it, at least I have, it's driven me up some nights. I'm paying more for taxes and gas taxes for the road and everything. Yet our roads are still falling apart. Yet they're still getting flooded. Yet they're crumbling. And I'm thinking to myself, well, then where's all the money going? That's supposedly fixing these roads, right? Because where, 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 yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 a frustrating thing for me. So it's like, I I think that in this day and age, where you know Elon Musk can send a car into space, he can build a flamethrower, he can talk about making loops. We need people that just have lots of money and time on their hands, like Bill Gates, and, and plug up holes, holes in streets. You know, you you really want to help America? I'm glad you want to build wells in other countries. Yes, they need water. But we need better infrastructure, and we need it now. We we don't need it tomorrow. So it's like, come on, guys. But I feel like for potholes, there actually is a solution. It's just a matter of actually doing it, because the the current solution right, right now is just pretty much just repair the roads, keep them keep them, always fix it. You know, every single time, yeah. it's a pre it's like a preemptive action to do it. Like if the roads are well made, 
they're not going to have the potholes. The only ones, the only roads that get potholes are the roads that haven't been replaced in ages. Right, which brings me, which brings me back to my next point. We need to adopt a twenty-four hour lifestyle. We need to have people working all around the clock. If they want to work at night, let them work at night, but keep working. There, we shouldn't have any downtime. We should have a twenty-four hour society to get these things done because. People say, oh, well, we'll fix that pothole, but it's going to take us five years to get to your street, unless you're rich. Yeah, well, it becomes a money thing. The only, the only yeah. real solution that, that the rich people like Elon Musk can do is just to toss money around. Because that, that, that is pretty much it. The only reason why stuff aren't being built, stuff aren't being replaced, stuff be, aren't being fixed, because of time and money. You know, If you don't have the money to fix that, then you don't have the money to fix that. So there's that, I, that's the problem. I think the thing is, though, if he puts the money up and creates a a group of people that are get hired and trained to fit potholes, we'd have these potholes fixed. He's already spending money on legal people for, you know, fighting against being fired from TV shows, and he's doing other things with his money. This would be nothing. It wouldn't even cost probably a billion dollars to fix it in the major cities. You know what I mean? If you're talking about Elon Musk, what's in it for him? I think for him, it's the savior complex. He just to add another thing to say that I'm better than the government. I can fix these things. He'll get money because he's going to make new technology that can be applied not only to America, but it can be sold to China. It can be sold to Europe. Infrastructure is the next big money thing, I think, if people really want to look at it. The thing is is that people don't want to do it. So you have to figure out how to get this done with robotics and AI to do the jobs that people just really don't want to do because they're dangerous and they're hard. Mm -hmm. And that will further him for Mars. He wants to go to Mars and live there. I'd love to see him go. Let's help him build the technology that he's going to need to build the place in Mars where he's going to live. This feels like it's more than uh, going to be like a five to seven minute topic. It's a little much. I just want to say a little bit. I mean, I mean, know, we, we we can go down this rabbit hole. Believe me, I could do this. I can go down the rabbit hole. But I don't really want to go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> I, I haven't heard about Anna, so I don't know if she's reading a book now or if she's uh, <laughs> Anna. You got any thoughts about potholes? <laughs> Listen, I'm like, Elon Musk is not going to help the people because he doesn't care about the people. Um, that's just, it's never going to get fixed. Like, they fix it and then it rains and then it gets ruined. I don't know. I'm just like, no, I've, that's, that's the, that's the circle of roads. I mean, that's how it's always is. I just, I don't know. I'm not, uh, I'm just here. I'm just here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I just want to make sure that you don't float away in San Diego like they showed on the streets there. And the thing is, to me, it's like, you know, these these problems could be fixed if you just put some people, gave them a job and said, hey, please fix this on a regular basis. No, because like as someone who worked in the storm drain industry, the city doesn't care. The property managers, owners, they don't care. Storm, storm, like in, 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 in respect to like storm drains itself and why we're flooding away, they that's like the lowest priority. Mm-hmm. And so it's just seeing what happened. I, it's like it's so unfortunate because it happened in places where it shouldn't. And a lot of it is because the quote unquote storm drain fixes they're making, they deviated to the wrong location. Yeah. So it's just like it, it's like a never ending battle because I know that storm, first of all, we're not built for that type of weather second of all storm drain maintenance is like the last thing on anyone's budgets 
Um, they're like, it's just these constant issues that the city knows about and they drag their feet 10 years down the road. They still haven't fixed some things. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, that's why I'm just like, I, I, it's like, it's not that I don't care. It's just that I've reached my threshold where it's just like, I know it's never going to get fixed because I worked in the industry and, and they just don't care enough. Like they just, they have other priorities you're saying. Yeah, I, I guess this is where oh, oh, this should be a top priority, and the city knows it, but they just don't put put the the amount of like effort energy into yeah. fixing this. It's, it's not a big deal to them because unfortunately, it doesn't really generate profit. It doesn't really help exactly. them get reelected. It's it is a it's a sad thing where I guess in reality, kind of tying into the podcast from before, if only we could get them to do something for Lent, like do that. Yeah, you know, green. You know, like fix that. But it's just this one of those things where it's like I've seen it. And it's like, yeah, like I know on Reddit they're like, oh, the 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 mayor needs to do something. I'm like, what? Like they they've tried to do some things, but at the end of the day, it's not something that they're ever going to focus on because they just don't care. And unless they start finding company like properties to actually take this seriously, they won't because that was, that's the first thing they cut when they're looking at their budgets. It's like, Oh, storm drain maintenance. Who cares? We just need to do it like once every five years or whatever. Um, and they just. Yeah, it, it goes back to, I remember and Albert, you might remember this uh, Domino's pizza did a, a campaign where, to get the food delivered to your house, if you had potholes on your street, you could call <laughs> Domino's. I, I remember, do they remember this. Yeah, and and, and it, it just made me think. So like we we become so dependent on having commercial companies do the work that the city should be doing in the theory mm -hmm. of you know city government, like oh keep our schools going, keep our streets clean, and and keep the power working. It's just uh, didn't didn't uh, the governor. Like fix a pothole because he got tired of it not being fixed. Yes, yes he the did. Funny, <laughs> the funny thing was that the uh, the one he fixed was actually supposed to stay open because they were doing other repairs on it, but nobody yeah. had told him. So when he did the fix, which I gave him credit for, they had to go back and reopen it up to do the stuff they hadn't yep. done yet. That's which, true. Which just goes to show you again the lack of communication you have sometimes. Yeah. That's that's why when we had the fires under the ten freeway here in Los Angeles, I was really surprised how quickly we got that fixed. But oh, it got it was, fixed? Yeah. We we I yeah. was only I was only driving a different route for maybe what, Albert, was it like about seven days or something? Something like that, yeah. That's it was, quick. It was, it was quick. Because the thing quick. was, it would cripple it, it only when something cripples the city to almost, you know, an apocalypse level, mm -hmm. then they finally act on it. But the frustration is, is like if only you just kept preventative maintenance and hired people and gave them jobs and gave them a purpose. And my God, they're taxpayers and they'd be working and things would be go better. But like you said, it's not sexy. It's not going to get them in their mind reelected. It's not important. They rather spend the money on something else. It's, it's a twisted world we live in sometimes, you know, but I, I don't want to be a downer. I, I really want to just go back and say like, just turn off your phone. When we're in the movies, please. I don't want to see on your phone. Well, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Greg, on that because I I know we've had it where we've gone to the movies and we've shouted at people to get off their damn phone. Mm -hmm. You can see it, so it's frustrating. And like I went when I went to go see the Beekeeper, 
fine. We knew what we were getting into because it was Friday night. It's state night. Everybody wanted to see it. And these kids were just, oh, I wanted to slap everyone in that theater. But Did you, you know. want the beekeeper to sting them really hard? Yeah. I was about to throw honey on them. <laughs> but it's just it's one of those things where it's like now I, I'm like I'm I'm well aware of uh, it's like this one I I asked for it myself because I went on a Friday night you know like I'm not that's not gonna happen at poor things it's gonna happen at the beekeeper. Right. I know it's always, always sacrifices. Uh, before we move on to Anna's topic, I just want to watch uh, one last addendum to the potholes thing. Um, it can work if like, I have my cities that I lived in. Um, actually, is exactly what you're talking about, Greg, because they fix the road every single time. And every time I go on a new road, I'm like, do they really have that much money that they keep repairing? The, they keep fixing the roads, but we don't have the pothole problem. <laughs> so, so if government actually does get their, their, you know, do their job, this can be solved. So, and my the cities that I've lived in have shown that. So it is possible. They just need to do it. Exactly. All right, Anna. Uh, what is your topic? And I think you have a uh, well. That was an eleven-minute topic, but uh, just give me some ten minutes. Ten minutes. Okay. Ten I'll, minutes. I'll be okay. Ten minutes. Ten Still, minutes. Okay. Still on my Sarah J. Moss train. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> We're still doing this. Third weekend, man. Okay, this might be the last one. I promise. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I would just like to say, um. I realized for myself, and I and I think I've mentioned this plenty of times, you guys know this, but the Game of Thrones series finale broke me. So yes. ever since then, I haven't been able to get emotionally attached. And I think this is like as much as emotionally attached as I as I have been. And um, the discourse still going on is that everyone's very disappointed with how this book ended and all that. And, you know, in the weird, weird sense of, I have a weird sense of calm because I'm not as miffed as I think I should be. Before you move on, and before you move on, context. This is the last book of the series that you're reading? No, there's going to be another book. Okay. But like the main, main characters, they've got all their 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 storylines completed. I see. Okay, Perfect. go on. Sorry, go on. So, but this is like a continuation because the next book series that's tied with it in the multiverse is going to, you know, eventually... Because they promised that uh, they promised us the first Avengers movie. This is not the first Avengers movie. This was like the Iron Man movie. So um, eventually, I think we're gonna get to an Avengers style book storyline. But anyways, I digress. My point is that I realized that I'm just I'm watching everyone. It's like the Mean Girls scene where everyone's just fighting in the hallway about this book, and I, I'm just not really like involved in that discourse because I've reach the threshold where I can't be disappointed anymore. I really can't. You know, Game of Thrones took the took the award and everything. So that is my rant for the week where I'm just I'm here. I read the book. I enjoyed it. Like I said, I'm here for a fun time, not a long time. But the amount of arguing and and threatening and uh, just discourse that's going on in the Sarah J. Mouse fandom. fandom. Um, it's just enlightening to see. But also, like, all my friends are like, I'm not happy. I can't believe this was, like, all of it. I'm like, why, why are you even surprised? We went through Game of Thrones. <laughs> why are you so mad? 
So, yeah. I, I think it's human nature. I mean, Albert, I think you brought it up before in one of the podcasts that I've listened to before where you guys were talking about, like, you know, accepting bad CG uh, in a movie. No, like visual me, yeah. Yeah, yeah because it's, like, it's, it's, it's the thing is, like, we – when I was a kid and I read books, yeah, I remember like, oh, I want to see a movie that's exactly like the comic book I read or the book I read. And when I go see a movie about it, and it'll be like, wait, they changed something. And a lot of times I didn't really like the change at that time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's because I was what I wanted was what I wanted. And it took me a while to realize, again, this is somebody else's story that we're getting involved with, that we're feeling passionate about. But it's it, we're so quick to think that we are the only people that have the right to make it the way it should be, and the, exactly. even that the writer doesn't know what they're doing. And the writer's got to take chances, and sometimes it's going to be awesome, and sometimes it's not. And it, it is kind of funny how, like, yeah, I, I think you know you should hold, you want to challenge your authors, you want them to produce amazing things, but they're also human, so they're not going to. But it's it's it 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 it, it is a weird kind of sense of like everybody thinks they know how it should be when it's like again. It's their, the author's call in this case to do what they want to do. And if you don't like it, don't buy the next book. But it, it is a it is a weird thing. I, I kind of know what you mean. I've, I remember coming out of the last Matrix movie before they did the fourth one. Okay. And I was like, what the hell did I just see? And, and someone came up to me and said, like, is that what you wanted? I said, no, but that's what they wanted. Mm -hmm. So, okay. You know, if I, if I want something different, I'd have to go make it myself. So exactly, that's a very healthy perspective. See, yeah, yeah, it's true. It, it's just like we, we're, I mean, I think as fans, we're never going to be satisfied because we want something to go one way or another. And for me, I think I think the biggest thing where I was like, all right, I'm going to be done with this author if she does this because she's uh, she has a thing for making very powerful women and then having their powers stripped away. Oh, okay. And so, I was like, if that happens in this book, that's it. I'm done. I'm writing. I, I mean, it didn't happen. It. I wouldn't say something worse happened. It's just, you know, no one likes this character because she's, they're like, oh, they're going to pull a Danny now and she's going to be evil. And I'm like, oh, God. Like, it's just like, it's insane how they're thinking. But anyways, that, that was my caveat for going into this book. It, it didn't happen. I think I would have been really frustrated um, just because I'm, I'm, I don't like how this author treats some of her powerful characters sometimes, but okay. it's, it's her thing. It's her thing. And maybe that's just, you know, how she processes her, her viewpoints or like the trauma or whatever, you know, that's how she places her characters and all that. But at the end of the day, it, it's her story. If I, if I want something different, I should just get on my butt and write a book where there's a powerful character that doesn't get her power stripped away. You know, mm -hmm. like it's just, it's not her problem. It's a me problem. <laughs> That's usually how books start. You know, somebody else like, well, not to use this as an example, but look at look at Zack Snyder and Rebel Moon. You know, he wanted to do a Star Wars movie. They didn't give it to him, so he did Rebel Moon instead. Look well. at that. <laughs> well. <laughs> now you know why he didn't get a Star Wars movie. But, but I guess the other thing, too, that's kind of interesting when you think about this, every time a, a, a book is created, a series is created, that first book is probably the magic book because none of us know the author. None of us have heard of these characters and we take a chance. We get that book and we fall in love with it. But then the minute we've done that, we've now become vested in it so that when the next book comes out, it's no longer completely brand new. We have expectations. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think that's an interesting thing that we see now with like with everything that we like to watch. Like if it's, if it's a TV show, if it's a movie, 
you know, you the first time you see that 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 movie or those characters, you don't know anything about them. So it's kind of like, oh, this is interesting. But then when you've seen them, and then the next movie comes out, you're like, well, they should have done this, and they should have done that. It's it's a weird dynamic that with the way we have social media now, the the voices get louder in your head than they ever did before. And I think that's the hardest thing because it's like if I'm a writer, if I'm creating a show, I have a vision for my show. When do I? peel back and see if people like it or not. Do I want to do that? Because then it could influence what I'm actually wanting to write where it's like, no, I want to write what I want to write. And if you like it, great. If you don't, that's, that's, that's okay. You know, uh, I want to do this for Derek. Cause he'll love this. It's always like I say about the second season of true detective. You're not supposed to like it. It was written that way on purpose, but oh man, people hated it, hated it, hated it. So that is actually interesting about like you're saying that I never saw true detective. So the second season, the, the creators intended for you to hate the characters, hate the story. Is that what it was? That's my take on it. That's why I always joke. I say it's the best season ever because it's one of those things where, like, for the first time, you're given characters where nobody's really rooting. For, you're not. They're, they're all tainted in different ways. But it's so, for me, I found it so humanistic and just realistic, and that's kind of what I wanted. So I thought it was really, really good because it was like, you're kind of like, oh, that's not, oh, that's not, I need a shower. I, I I need to I need to go to church. I need a you know, shower. I, <laughs> I, I, I feel I feel like for uh, I'm generalizing here, but for, I feel like for a lot of people when they watch entertainment media that's telling a story, they want a character to root for. You see this complaint a lot. Like I don't have anybody to root for. That's why I don't like this movie, or that's why I don't like this TV show. But what if that is the intention, right? And I'll I'll go yeah. back to Saltburn as an example. Like I I mentioned this to my niece when she was talking about it a few weeks ago. And I'm like, just remember, there are no bad, there are no good guys in this movie, right? Mm. And I think that's important because it's like, like you go in the movie and you're like automatically rooting for somebody. But if I, but I kind of spoiled it to her when I told her that there are no bad guys, there are no good guys in this movie. So it's kind of hard to root, root for the main character if you really, if this other guy who saw it said that, well, there are no good guys. So what makes him, what doesn't make that character? You know what I mean? So. And and it goes to the the the, the, the did he just pull a jumping? <laughs> wow! Wow! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Oh. I, I I hope I run into him at the at the movie theater sometimes because I go to Pony Hills a couple of times to see movies. I mean, I'm just waiting to hear that voice and go like, I know what you mean. I know what you are. Apparently, apparently, it's a quote in the show, and we weren't being, we wasn't being met, so it just blurted out of my mouth. It just, it kind of threw me back there. I lost, my, I lost my train of thought. Whatever. Anyways, all right. Well, there we go. That's almost ten minutes. That was twenty minutes total. And uh, good talk, guys. Good talk. Very serious, but good talk. Thanks for listening. You can find this podcast on Instagram and Threads at Stuff Junk Show. My name is Albert. You can find me on Instagram and Threads again at Albert Five by Five. Oh, uh, you can find me on social media at Anna Voltage or on my other show, Most Extreme Ranking Challenge. And Greg, once again, tell the listeners where they can find you online. I'm on the social media. It's Instagram, Twitter, or X, and Threads, and Facebook. It's Greg, G-R-E-G, underscore M-U-C-I-N-O. Before I move on, um, you're still sticking with X slash Twitter? Yeah, because my reasons for it are more just um, for the adult factor. Because there's no. There's oh, no, okay. Say no more. Say no more. Say no more. Yeah. Say no more. Is this why you called it X? 
I'm there for the free speech, man. I don't know what you guys. Talk. Yes, yes. You said free adult. speech. Yes, free okay. speech. Gotcha. Um, considering gotcha. the last convention you just went to, Greg, it speaks volumes. You know that was um. I, I, I debated whether or not I was actually going to post it on my social media because I do have family members that are quite religious and everything. Mm. And I said, well, you know, I'm 53 years old now. I think I need to just be me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah be you. Yes. And, you be know, you. Like, like from a previous episode, you know, like when, when I tried to tell a recommendation about don't be a, don't, 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 don't wave the pervert flag. Everybody's like, no, we love to wave the pervert flag. Like, fine, fine, go ahead. <laughs> I hear yeah. you. We're, we're all consenting adults. You don't like it. You don't have to look at it. I agree. And I'm, I'm okay with that, you know. Yeah. No, that's fine. Absolutely. I agree. All right. All right. Music has been provided by Gloomy June. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else is on the show notes found on whowhatworsewhy.com. Before we go, let's give our nine listeners, including Greg, some recommendations for this week. So, uh, Greg, do you have a recommendation for the listeners for this week? Wow. You know what? I'm, I feel like I'm on the spot, and I was, I was going to say something very wise and interesting, but I actually I don't have anything wise or interesting to say. Um, I would just say, like, um, it's cliches, but as I've gotten older and I'm who I am, I want to recommend for people to take a minute and hold on to what they're about to say and think about it before they say it. We are constantly jumping ahead with our emotions and stuff these days. And I find that, as, as it sounds, but if you just take that moment and think a minute before you say something, maybe you won't say it. Maybe you'll feel a little different about it. You know, and maybe things will be a little bit better because you didn't say what you think you need to say. It's tough. We're all kind of dealing with stuff. And being able to just kind of like not have that uh, extra anxiety and, and, and issues in it and be a little bit better, I think is what, what I want. That's what I want to recommend to our, our, our listeners and everything. So it's like, take that moment, think before you say it, and maybe maybe don't say that and just go a different way. Think before you say it. Yeah, I mean... Completely agree. Um, this world definitely needs an advice very badly. Also, when you're talking to Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I do laugh. I, I tell Derek he is the uh, most positive person I know that can still find something negative about it. <laughs> That's a very good way to describe it. Yeah, yeah. That is a good way of putting it. <laughs> All right, Anna, what Hi, is your Derek. recommendation? <laughs> um. My recommendation, actually, I'm I'm really excited about this find. Um, there uh, is this uh, company that um, is making quality dupes of uh, skincare products, products that um, you know, life is getting really expensive. I'm not going to spend a lot of money on a face wash that I, that I love, um, but I found this brand called Brandify, who creates dupes you know, has all the ingredients, all that. It's just kind of slashing away like the marketing and the branding and the packaging and all that. So I found a dupe to this uh, face wash that I love from youth to the people. Um, it's, it's much more reasonably priced where I feel okay spending. And this is already kind of pricey, but I'm okay spending $20 on a face wash versus $40, you know, um, and I didn't want to use my birthday money on it. So anyways, there's this brand and, and I looked into it and they have quality dupes. They have a lot of other brands that they have duped that are, you know, the hundred dollar serum and it's $40. 
Um, so I'm really excited about finding this brand. I hope that they create more dupes um, for, or so we can have reasonably priced skincare. Because uh, some of the like the the prices for for a lot of these things that I've bought in years past, like they go up and the packaging is getting a lot smaller. So I'm not getting more bang out of my buck, you know. So that is my recommendation. Check out this brand called Brandify. It, you can buy it on Amazon. You can buy it off their store, uh, their online store. And it, it I got my facial cleanser and I tried it out feels exactly the same way as the the brand name one so i'm very impressed it's interesting because i typed in brandify on google and it came up with something completely different <laughs> how did you i, uh -oh. I, I spelled well. it b-r-a-n-d-i-f-y apparently yours is b-r-a-n-d-e-f-y yeah right yeah there, there goes e this uh e instead of i so e. yeah yeah Good thing that you know companies are doing that because it's just like with medicine. If you can make generics or better coffees, look. If people want to spend a lot of money on fancy packaging, great, you do that. But people that just want a good product, they should be able to get that at a reasonable price. So I'm glad you found that. I hope the hopeful listeners enjoy that because it's important to be able to take care of yourself, but not, my God, pay too much for it. Yeah, exactly. And, and it was driving me nuts because I'm like, I, of course. I can buy it, but do I want to know that I spent that much money? Because before when I bought it, I, 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 don't, I can't say if it was cheaper, but I, I did use like birthday money on it. So I felt comfortable like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to splurge on this. But then going back and buying it. And even my mom was like, well, you know, I, you can't use your Christmas money on it. I'm like, I don't want to justify like paying that much for a facial cleanser. Cause like I did it at a different time and now we're much different now in this economy. So I'm like, there has to be something that meets the, those requirements that I want. Cause it's, it's, I, I wouldn't say it's like clean beauty, but it's like less additives. So I found it and it, it meets the criteria and it's exactly the same product. So I'm vastly impressed with this and I'm glad that it's out there because one, I can buy it on Amazon because I know I want my things overnight shipped, but it's still a good, and a, a price where I'm willing to be like, okay, I'm comfortable spending this price on this facial cleanser that I know is going to last me at least for the better part of the year. Okay. Respect. Um, send me the link so I can share it to the listeners what product it is exactly that you're talking about. Correct. Yeah. Um, every time you say in this economy, it, it's really making me anticipate this economic episode that we're going to be doing in the near future. So, we'll see. In this economy. <laughs> it's oh, not that simple. It's not that simple. Anyways, not today. Not today. <laughs> All right. In this economy. Um, it's true though. Can you justify spending forty, sixty dollars on facial cleanser? No, no, no. But that, that's that's a whole di that's a whole different topic than in this economy. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Okay, my recommendation. My recommendation goes in the heels of as of this recording, which is on Saturday, February ten, on a on an event that's an event on a corporate uh, business plan meeting event thing above that's happening with Microsoft this coming week, which this episode will be released on. So I have no idea what that's going to be about, but it has to do with Xbox. All right. So right now, right now, as of this recording, there's all these rumors that Xbox is going to announce that they're going third party, whether that is the news. You listeners will probably know by now hearing this. I don't know if that's the news or not. Xbox going third party, blah, 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 blah. 
point is, is that my recommendation is stop being a console warrior. Okay. Do not have a parasocial relationship with a product and not just video games. It also refers to companies, phones, shoe brands, anything with a brand. Stop having a parasocial relationship with things. It's not healthy. It doesn't do you any good. It only serves the company that's selling you products. So, and I think that's part of the reason why I don't really care for brands. I mean, I like brands. Don't get me wrong. I do buy certain brands, but I'm not like married to them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Damn it. There we go again. <laughs> there, there really is a quote in there. Anyways. Uh, no, <laughs> this, this is telling me you can't be married to them. You know, my 2600 and my ColecoVision are offended by your comments, sir. <laughs> Ontario. Yeah. So, so people who are like upset, you know, like, oh my God, Xbox going third party. The one, the one thing you, you really are allowed to be upset on is the fact that you paid money for all those digital products that will probably go to waste if there's no more Xbox in the future. I can totally understand. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm really out of the loop. Are you telling me Xbox is about to get canceled? I like, can't tell you that because I, I saw this recording. I don't know. The answer to that question. When you say they go third party, what does that mean? Basically, so Microsoft basically sells the company. Sells no, no, the no, 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 no. They're not selling the company. They're not right. selling the company. They're, what they're doing is they're just no. The rumor right now, which once again don't have the answer to because we were recording this early, uh, is the fact that that they're going to release Xbox games on other consoles as well, not just PC. Why is collecting? Hmm. I'm sorry, what? Why would that be a bad thing? Because if you can buy, if you can play all the, the other games on, let's say, a PlayStation 5, PlayStation. then why would you need to buy an Xbox? Yeah. If you don't need to buy an Xbox, then what, how could Microsoft sell Xbox consoles? If you can't sell Xbox consoles, why would third party want to make games for Xbox? See where we're going which, which, goes which goes to people that are on computers, which are laughing at us because they're like, why would you even play with a console? I'm going to play it on my PC. It's That's so much true. better. Yeah. It's true. Sure. PC is better, but it costs you a couple of thousand dollars to get the same kind of quality product that a five hundred dollar boss can do. You know, exactly. So exactly. there's that. There's that. Okay. Um, and I think it might just uh, that's a hard one because it's a preference. I I prefer Xbox because I feel the controller is mm-hmm. better than I PlayStation. F- yeah, I totally feel the controller is better than PlayStation. I also have a preference to Xbox. Okay, this is but like I said, not a parasocial relationship with with the box. But I do have a preference. Preferences are allowed. Just there's some people who are just in love with their products, you know, and and uh, they need to stop doing that. That's my recommendation. There's there's okay. an old quote: you can you can you can love your pets, but don't love yeah. your pets. A pet is a living thing. It's totally the difference. Weird, Greg. That was weird. It's like it's like <laughs> like it's like people who have like like maybe uh, here's a here's a current example then. Uh, they they really like Stanley Cups, right? They like Stanleys, like and and they're in love with Stanley. They will not buy any other products that isn't a Stanley. They they don't like people who don't use Stanley. That's a parasocial relationship, you know. They're just they're married to the brand. That's their that it defines them almost essentially. Don't do it. That's fair. I am defined by the Lululemon leggings that I just bought, and I am the biggest hypocrite ever. So there you go. If you look good and feel good, that's all that matters, young lady. Yeah, right? but, but but do do you do you not buy other brands? It's just only Lululemon. 
Not anymore. After buying these ones, I'm gonna live in them forever. <laughs> okay, but that's a, that could be a preference. Now, do you hate it other people? Do you hate other people who don't use that? Absolutely not, because there I hate go. myself for buying them. There we go. That's a healthy relationship with your product. It's not a parasocial relationship, I would say. <laughs> so yeah, there's. But I think the parasocial relationship I have. What parasocial relationship do I have? Do you actually have one? I'm thinking about it. I might. I might. I have, I have a lot of relationships, you know. So in this economy, but as long as you're not going out and beating up other people, because like you know, it'd be like, like if you were into, uh, like uh, what kind of chocolate martini you like, and that is a particular liqueur you like, and if someone else gets a different one, you beat them up because they're not drinking yours. You don't do that. Honestly, no. But I know I. I did. It's funny. This is gonna make the podcast a lot longer. Um, oh. Like tequila brands, I have a friend who's very adamant about the only and only tequila brand they'll drink, and she bullied me so much for not bringing the correct brand one time, and I was like, you need to calm down. You need to calm down. It's just <laughs> alcohol, okay? Yeah, it's going to get us all drunk one way or another. But yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm kidding about having a parasocial relationship, but yeah, they're I, I don't like the people who do. Um, but are you I, sure you don't have one? Because parasocial relationship also applies to celebrities. Oh, well, then I absolutely do. <laughs> Hi there, Oscar. How you doing, buddy? Hi. <laughs> Hi. I was, waiting, uh, I was waiting for you to get the, go, to go that way, and then it doesn't seem like you were. So there we go. <laughs> uh, Oscar, well, I forgot. I thought you meant products. No, no, yeah. Like but, 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 but celebrities by themselves are a brand. Are Ta- Taylor, yeah. Taylor Swift is a brand, you know, and, and a lot of people are in love with her. Like, like they're, they're, you know, like the whole wife food thing or whatever. So, yeah, parasocial only- relationship. Maybe, maybe I can get Taylor to fix the potholes. What do you think, guys? You know what? Yes. Taylor, if Taylor wants to actually be this white feminist that she is portraying to be, she can fix the world. And if the, if someone can fix the world, it's Taylor. But she's all about herself. I'm trying to think of a parasocial relationship where I get mad enough. And I don't, I maybe it's Oscar Isaac. Michael B. Jordan. Yes, Michael B. Jordan. Mm. That's one parasocial relationship I have. What about Jason Momoa? No, he's okay. Okay. I would, I mean, I would be with him, but I'm, I wouldn't get mad. So you will get mad if somebody talks smack about Michael B. Jordan? All the time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. How dare you? You will, get, you will get mad if somebody said, like, he's not that great of an actor. He's uh, not too good of a driver. He's he's, he's friends he's friends with with that with that that woman abuser. Is he friends because he hasn't really supported Jonathan B. Majors? I don't, I don't know. I'm making it up. <laughs> no, I checked that. Okay, I'm joking, but he did crash his Ferrari uh, recently in Hollywood. Uh, but everyone crashes their Ferrari. It's like a rite of passage. There we go. Look at you. Look at you defending him. Ooh, she's in love with him. He's defending him. <laughs> Oh, okay. you know, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Oh, you know, maybe I have a parasocial relationship with Instagram. Uh, do you? I mean, well, I mean, people when people hate on Instagram, I'm like, how dare you? Instagram's amazing. Oh well, I guess you can. Kind of, I yeah, mean, there you go. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm a hypocrite too because I, I mean, there are some things that if somebody ca- criticizes something, I will get triggered in some cases. I can't think of it right now. But, but I know I'm like I'm trying to think of all the triggers because I, I know I have them. Like how dare you? 
But, um, oh, you know what? I, I think uh, people will let, no, that's just a preference. I don't know. I don't know. I give okay. up. Anyway, uh, I guess the real, not the real recommendation, but an, an addendum to the recommendation is, listeners, think about it. Think about the things that you love and think about whether it's unhealthy for you to, to be that in love with a celebrity or a product, you know, especially like you Apple users. But okay. anyways. Uh, I was waiting for that. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I legit was waiting for you to bring that well, up. There we go. Wow. Predictable, wow. Albert. Predictable. One uh, day, Amazon. One day, uh, um, Android and Apple will live together in harmony, and we great. will say, "Free at last, I free would, at last." That would be amazing. Yes, yes. All right. This was episode seven hundred and forty-one of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. And once again, Greg, thank you for being on the show. You are welcome to be back on in the future, whenever you're available. Thank you so much. It was a privilege and an honor. Until next time, this podcast has been a Who What Works By production. All right, guys, I gotta go now. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Have a good one. Okay. May the best Taylor Swift song win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because okay. the NFL, the Super Bowl's rigged. <laughs>